Hello, this is David Snyder, President of Baptist International Missions Incorporated, welcoming you to today's broadcast of Moments for Missions under the direction of our Vice President, Dr. J.B. Godfrey. Well, Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, I used to start the program yesterday, and that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. But how can we know the will of God? And I started an article given by Dr. James Ray about that very topic. How can you know the will of God? Here's the definition that Francis Dixon, English pastor, gives for knowing God's will. The call of God is that deep inward conviction accompanied by peace in the heart and confirmed by the Word of God that God would have us to do a certain work in a certain place. And Dr. Ray was telling us about visiting the grave of David Livingston in Africa. And he says David Livingston spent his life exploring the dark continent, plodding deep into the interior where no white man had ever been, and even crossing the continent. His goal was to open up the continent for the gospel of Christ. Livingston saw much of death during his life. He witnessed the murder of hundreds of Africans by the slave traders. The trail through Africa was a trail of tears and sickness and many times despair. But still he plodded on, driven by the will of God to open up Africa for the gospel. Standing in the abbey, that is Westminster Abbey, gazing down at the inscription on his grave, I thought of all that he went through in Africa. I thought of his wife dying there and his hardships. She had been in Scotland for a year with the children. A set time had been arranged for her to return to Africa to be with David. In great loneliness for her husband, she pleaded with him to allow her to come early. After only three months of being back in Africa, Mary Livingston became very ill, and then she died. Livingston later wrote, I loved Mary when we married, and the longer I lived with her, the more I loved her. Then he added these words in his journal, I'm left alone in the world, Mary. Mary, I feel like I could die. In leaving Mary's grave, David Livingston plodded on, exploring for Christ. It was on May the 1st, 1873, when he died in a distant village of Elala in Zambia. In the early hours of the morning, his two servants, Shuma and Susie, entered his tent, found him on his knees, but lifeless. They buried his heart on the spot and transported his body over a thousand miles to the coast. And that body was returned to Britain for the burial in Westminster Abbey. That day in the Abbey, one question loomed in my mind. Why? Why would a man go through all that? What could possibly motivate a life of suffering like that? What could generate such courage? Well, several years later, I found the answer to that question in Scotland. I was visiting the home place of Livingston. I saw the bed he slept in as a boy. I looked at the tools he worked with in a nearby mill from early morning until after dark. I read the actual letters that he had written, and then I saw it. His motto as a young man, the theme of his life, as a young man, Livingston had picked up a pen and had written, I will place no value on anything that I have or possess except as it relates to the kingdom of Christ. Here was the answer to my question at Westminster Abbey. This was the reason he had gone so far and had done so much. It was his personal estimation of Jesus. 
I will place no value on anything I have, he said, except as it relates to the kingdom of Christ. His commitment to the will of God had led him from Scotland to Africa and then to Westminster Abbey. You've been listening to Moments for Missions. For further information, please write to BIMI, P.O. Box 9, Harrison, Tennessee, 37341, or call us at 423-344-5050. Or you can visit us online at www.bimi.org. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.